Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Why do we have to have these big stupid things on? Well, we could use AirPods. The problem is just that Bluetooth from a computer sometimes has more of a delay than it should. But yeah, pretty much you can use. Oh, so we could use like, but we could use earbuds. Yeah. Why am I wearing these dumb things then? <laughs> They're just headphones. They look so stupid. I look like kazoo every time we do this. <laughs> well, but there can be delay and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would not if they're wired. I could just get some wired earbuds. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like hell. I, I'd hate to. I mean, they're always cancellation though, and everything. I find them uncomfortable, and they're like the the sound. Know, there's a reason most people who do podcasting and stuff wear these. I think it's because they think recording. they look cool. <laughs> I don't think so, because they, as you noted, quite verbally, they don't. Yeah, I think people think they look cool. I look like a DJ. <laughs> I think they just feel nice. Like they're Do you think so? They're enclosed and cozy, yeah. I, I don't think it feels cozy. nice to look like Kazoo. <laughs> Doesn't he wear a helmet? Who's Kazoo? Yes, I... a helmet that is exactly this shape. He's on look the up Flintstones. Kazoo, Jack. He's the star Visually, of the Flintstones. He just... He's not a star of Flintstones. Wait, he's oh, a, he's a he... scene stealer. He's sort of a Thomas of the Flintstones, you could say Wait, that. Wait, I think I know who he is just look up kazoo flintstones he's sort of he's an yeah. lgm life will be complete right him gazoo gazoo yeah the great gazoo what? i thought it was kazoo that's weird. like the instrument yeah yeah no it's the great gazoo i mean this is a time before the internet before you were seeing everything written down yeah the best of the great gazoo i mean it's just the re- all of the flintstones the box yeah. set of the flintstones i didn't I I used to watch the Flintstones, you know, but I don't remember the. I just did I not remember. I used to watch there, the Flintstones, you know, but uh, I just didn't remember there being an alien. You didn't. No. Okay, he was only on like three episodes. It was Harvey Corman. How is that possible? Because he looms large in my memory. Because he's Thomas. <laughs>
notes. Hold on one second. Well, welcome to Nameless Best Friends. I'm Jack. And I'm Beth. Who's that? That's Paige. <laughs> I'm Paige. What? <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> we were just introducing ourselves. Nothing. <laughs> oh, welcome to Nameless Best oh, Friends. Yeah. I'm Paige. Still Beth. Still Jack. <laughs> ah, great. <laughs> yeah. oh. Betrayal. I think that's a good way to start. What? Um, so, holiday. Pretty good. Holiday hotline. Hotline. Holiday hotline. This uh, one was pretty good. It was. Now, I'm just going to come out the gate here, full disclosure. We've already recorded this podcast, and it got corrupted, so <laughs> there's no telling, how the, no telling how this is going to go doing it for a second time. Oh, it'll be great. Well, since uh, you can't do it uh, spontaneously, I will just mention that you both thought that that was an absurd, stupid idea because you had never heard of 1-800-BUTTERBALL. No. Uh, That's okay, why. I was not nearly as big. Don't, 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 don't drag me into his butterball vat of fury that's true she i was, did, was not side. yeah i was not nearly as bewildered i said that it makes sense if you don't have a beth to call i've had a mom to call or like a a, a beth type person in my life to call at different times in my life to be like i don't know what what what, what does this mean if this means that because even google i don't know how to answer the ask the nuanced question that i need to ask i don't even know the question to google but you don't need to Google. All you need to do is call 1-800-BUTTERBALL. 1-800-BUTTERBALL. Exactly. And I understand that. And as Jack pointed out, millennials and Gen Z people don't want to get on the phone. Yeah. I don't want to get on the phone. I totally get that. But okay. I came to agree as well. But you're right. See, that is the reason that I felt we should get it out of the way and clarify that we've done this before. Yeah. Because I think that if we don't, then we're going to have to pretend we're coming up with everything for exactly. the first time instead of just saying... I think we could just go through the choreography well-danced. I think that that's what we can do. Yeah. We already know that you don't think that it makes any sense, and I already know that I think it makes some sense, and Beth already knows she makes thinks it makes perfect sense. Well, we're all a little the, wrong. Yeah, by, I thought it was by, a great <laughs> idea for a movie. I really did. I'm the most right. By the end of that conversation, I agreed that it made sense. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, you got to give people their... Um, you got to give people some context sometimes. That's important, you know? That's right. After leaving London, Abby okay. connects with an anonymous <laughs> caller while working at a cooking hotline. The caller is single dad John, who Abby unknowingly has become smitten with in real life, starring Emily Tennant and Niall Matter. So, okay. So She's we not had English. different titles. Right. No, she is Canadian. <laughs> She's so Canadian. we had different titles for this. Beth, what did you have? Hen Pals. It's funny. I forgot what it was. I did too, and then it just she came to me. surprised me. Hen pals, it's good. Loved it. <laughs> I mean, I'd honestly, that's just it's it's funnier. It's perfect. That's the perfect. That's the correct title for this film. It is very good. Yeah. Uh, mine isn't the correct. <laughs> and I don't remember yours. What is yours? You got pegged. <laughs> Her name is Peggy. Yeah, right. yeah. And it is it is connected to the tagline I came up with, which is "Fraser Insane." I'm glistening. <laughs> which. Which, as Jack remembered, is part of the Fraser song, which is, yeah. but I got you, Peg. That's I right. I got you, Peg. That's right. Yeah. This is a great episode because this is just us reminiscing about a different about our, podcast. About, <laughs> yeah, about one bits. that's, it was actually funny. It's that like a great, actually, actually what you're listening to is the greatest hits of the podcast we already recorded about this episode. Yes. So it's kind of like a clip show of the last podcast that you never will get to hear because we never got to release it's it. It's like the um, Tenacious D, the greatest song in the world. 
Yeah, it's exactly. Tri- it's a tri- well tribute. It's, it's tribute. tribute. It's a tribute yeah. to the greatest song in the world. <laughs> oh yeah, that podcast was so good. Couldn't remember it was the greatest. So song funny. In the world. Ugh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But, yeah. Um, well, well, so. <laughs> but this, so this this movie was confusing because the beginning of it, it's like voiceover. It was it was like a a lot of it was flashback. But yeah. I was I was one entire page into my notes going, wait, are we still in flashback? And the answer I think was yes. Mm. It was super confusing, but the premise we basically is like... We flashed back and we stayed back is what happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We live in flashback. Um, yeah. And so basically what this is, is that... Uh, okay. Abby. Uh, Abby. Yeah. It's super confusing because she's got two names in Oh, yeah. This. The, the best friends in this one were extra nameless as the leads both had two names. Yeah, exactly. So, so Abby... Lives in London. She's a chef. She went into business with her partner, or they went into they were met and became they went they became together after you know whatever. She started dating the guy or whatever. So he she's dating to eventually her, make her head chef, and he never did. Yeah, and so now she loses her relationship and her restaurant all in one fell swoop. Okay, but this is an advantage of uh, having done this podcast already, which is that in the last one I said that I have the same shirt that she's wearing. In this one, I'm wearing the shirt that she was wearing. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. This is... Oh, yeah. Jack's wearing his chef shirt, yeah. which uh, is not because he's a chef. No. Wait, you literally did buy a bunch of chef coats? Yeah. Because they actually look like action hero shirts, which is what Jack really wants to be. Yeah, I want them to be Han Solo shirts, and they look like Han Solo shirts. I love them asymmetrical. I like the material. They're great. It's they excellent. Them. But you can also them. You can be a yeah. slob. And uh, just yep. rebutton. They're food repellent. Mm. They're they're, they're also definitely fully washable, Fla- flame resistant. <laughs> yeah, they're, and they're 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 ventilated, and they have like so they're great for actually like moving around but looking fashionable. They're they're great for so many reasons. Oh, can and you send me a link very, to those? Adam would like those. They're very very. This lazy. episode brought to you by chefclothes.org. Chefclothes. <laughs> <laughs> they're very simple because you you know they're just like once you have them tailored like I do, you just pop them on and zip them up. I mean they're. They're literally like they zip clothes, pop them on and zip yeah, them. Yeah, they they're they're like uh, they're like you know Velcro, the equivalent of Velcro shoes for to what yeah what what Velcro is to laces. This is they're to buttons. The Velcro shoes. <laughs> I'm a big fan of it, and I'm wearing yeah I'm wearing like full blue. I'm not wearing my knee high boots right now because I'm home for God's sake. But um, adding to the lore of Jack, I mean, <laughs> what he must look like in your head. <laughs> What is it? Do we have an ongoing list of all the weird things he said? He's just, he's got a music box collection. He drove across the country with a a wolf wolf in the back seat. What what are the other things? In a lighthouse. Yes. Yeah, he's been at Christmas in a lighthouse. (laughs) He's got a knee high boots and wears a chef's coat around town. That was a good one. He lives in, what was it? Wiccans? I spent spent another winter solstice with the Wiccans in the woods. That's true. Wait, what do you mean that's true? When was that? With Jacqueline. We're Jacqueline shit. Oh, yeah. He lives across from Netflix. I mean, it's like. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. Everybody's trying to get into my house, so that he they needs can a be solution for his psoriasis. If you have any hints for that, that's true. Long COVID. <laughs> it's important that it's long COVID psoriasis. He well, never had it before, so it could be extra elements. We're not. Or doctors. it's because of all the witchcraft or the wolf. I mean, it could be anything. Uh, it could, could be, be related anything. to any of these. That could be from the lighthouse. <laughs> but we're not doctors, and nor am I a chef. Box. No. But this girl is pretending to be right and oh getting back so on she's point. a chef so she's a chef yeah so anyway so she loses so her life is crumbling as they so often are in the beginning and end of these movies and then she goes home and her parents are like 
surprise because they're like everyone's hyper british in this well the mom's the mom's american actually which i didn't notice in that first scene she's i didn't notice that either so she everyone's like surprise we know you love christmas so we brought your trees in early and we get we got you a christmas present and you know they're all bad doing bad. And the present is that you get kicked out of the yeah, house. Yeah, the present is that we're going to send you away. We know you love Christmas, so we thought we'd celebrate it early before you want to, and then we get you the present that you, you don't can get to spend, spend time it alone. with anyone. <laughs> Everyone, a happy Christmas for you. We're sending you to Chicago, yeah. and then they send her to Chicago because her aunt's house is empty, and she's like, yeah. oh, um bad english accent in the beginning she's just clearly has gone to the i watch princess diana documentaries when i'm trying to fall asleep school of accents Ooh, i finished the crown last night the first half i haven't watched the new ones go the billboards are haunting i know oh they are what do they look like swimming the swimming the diving board oh that picture all over la is it all is it they just use that one picture of her sitting on the butt diving board there's some of them yeah oh they so they send her off to Chicago and she's just like oh, oh all right well I guess that I'll just speak like this and and go to Chicago and I'll be Canadian there and so <laughs> yes and she's speaking a bit like the Queen and I don't know why and then she goes there and she's moving and and then in the middle of this we get introduced to the main male character who's got a nine year old daughter with the best blonde hair I've ever seen in my life which I would pay top dollar for. <laughs> But would also receive for free. Also, his name <laughs> his name is Jack, and uh, well, his real name is John. And he goes by Jack, which is true of me, so I felt seen. But also, yes, uh, just just like it's in a very my life, 1954 problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like in my life, uh, nobody in this movie understands that that's a thing, including which is his also brother. funny because this movie it seemed to be the agenda of this movie to be like there are names that have nicknames that aren't related, like yeah, Margaret and Margaret Peggy and, Peggy and, John, and, and Jack. John Jack. Yeah. <laughs> And they were all in my family. My father was yeah. a John Jack. My son, obviously, a John Jack. And my grandmother is a Margaret Peggy. The and Elaine is a Margaret is Elaine. The, um, the 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 Henry or Harold, uh, both of which can have the nickname Hal. And Richard and Dick. Yeah, that one's everyone knows that one though. Yeah, I know, but if we're doing awareness stuff, I think John and Jack, Margaret Peggy. Harold this episode brought to you by Nickname Awareness. Um, <laughs> Dot if you want to donate, donate, the Venmo is Paige Harbison. <laughs> <laughs> nickname Awareness. I can't wait till one person sends a dollar to me. <laughs> and that isn't her name either. Her name's also not. I mean, yeah, how do you get My name is also Mary. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, You're welcome. I remember one time when we were, when we were, Jack and I were, I think it was during pandemic when we were talking about our family because it's, we got. Because we ran uh, out of topics. Like, yeah, but it was our grandmother's name is Constance, and we have my our mother Elizabeth, our father John, I'm Mary, and Jack is John. John and Henry. My, uh, John, John Henry. Henry. Yes, I, John Henry, and my boyfriend is Richard, and we all go by Connie, Beth, Jack, Johnny, <laughs> Paige, and Richie. <laughs> so yeah, she she leaves because her boyfriend doesn't promote her and is probably cheating on her or whatever. Um, and then in Chicago, she gets there and the dad who runs some architectural business thing that is, it's a it's business. It's like a historical pre- that, preservative society. like a, Yeah, except it's a business. Whatever it is, it, he makes yeah, it's money. Not, it is for profit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So he and his brother work there, and um, yeah, the way they meet is that they have another the, another trademark hall, hallmark meet hate, except this one's okay. Yeah, we approve of this meet hate because he's in the building that she moves into, which I also think is a cute thing because it meant that the building was a pretty nice building. I mean, it wasn't like the Arcania or whatever it is in Only Murders, but it was kind of ah uh, right. It was yeah, kind of that. It was that vibe. It was that vibe. Yeah, yeah like that. This building is kind of has a lore, which I kind of would have liked if they maybe it would be cool if just Hallmark does that. Yeah. as a building with more lore in it in some way, but it was kind of a hint of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there he's walking. also Margaret, the ripped grandma who carries. Yeah, she's lived there for 30 years and she's just like, I'm, I'm a ripped grandma. I can help you bring your suitcases upstairs. And yeah. so, <laughs> so then he's walking by and then like Abby goes to get into her building and, or go get into her door and the doorknob falls off. And he's just like, whoa, 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 hey, what are you doing? Tearing the building to pieces. And she's just like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm British. I would never. And then he's just like, Lord. you know, then that's when their meat hate happens. But I do understand he's like preservative, whatever he wants to, whatever. But you'd also think that in that sense, he would have a sense of like, first of all, I know enough about doorknobs to know that that doorknob just had a post. I have a doorknob in the other room. That's like from a, an old Brooklyn public school. Oh, that cool. is, looks exactly like that. Yeah, it's really funny cool that shape. that didn't come up last time. But you know what did come up last time is that this same thing happened to me in an antique building in New York. Yeah. Where I, I did actually knock a doorknob off in exactly the same way. Um, and fortunately, I wasn't trying to get out. But there's another anecdote where someone was trying to get out. I got <laughs> mentioned last time. Oh, my God. Mommy, yeah. Your story is yeah. insane. Can you? Can oh, my God. Yes. Well, we, I was just saying that we were uh, teenagers. And in, when I was a – We being her her and her friend My Kim. friend Kim. And I when back in the day, uh, the drinking age in D.C. was 18. And we lived right over the line um, where the – in Maryland, the drinking age was still 21. And um, – so we would go, we were not driving that night. We were with a friend, um, an unobservant friend, because Kim and I had to pee. We went into a, um, I forgot, it was on Wisconsin Avenue, right That's next to Windsor pee. McKay. We went into an abandoned um, uh, Exxon. Like, I think it was like under construction or something. This was not like it was going to open in the morning. And actually, Paige, this is right down the street from McLean Gardens, which was your first home in D.C., or first home, period. Anyway, so we went in. And we went to leave and the doorknob came away in Kim's hand. And it's the middle of the night. We're in fucking Georgetown. It was a dismal, dismal gas station outside bathroom. But, you know, pretty soundproof. Oh, there are. And Paige, I mean, uh, Kim just kept saying, this is not reality. This is not reality. But then it was like, okay, breathe. Yeah. You know, don't panic. Just carefully. I think I, I think I was the hero. And I will be for, because who's going to know? Put the thing back in carefully <laughs> and turned it, and we got out. But I am t- forty years later now, still shuddering from the experience. I mean, that's awful. It was awful. I can recall but exactly the, the feeling. That's exactly the, the kind of thing I can imagine hearing on like my one of my favorite true crime podcasts, Red Handed. I can imagine hearing, and the bodies were found. Yeah, like <sighs> with all the evidence of but them having the tried to get out, the scrapes though. on the door and the fingernails and the uh, okay doorknobs aren't usually broken when that happens and if they are then they already were so she didn't break anything all right no is is the is the thing she couldn't have it's Um, it's her aunt's door yeah i mean but either it was unscrewed or it was rusty and whatever she wasn't holding a baseball bat there was no she's not the hulk (laughs) yeah she wasn't holding a baseball bat (laughs) (laughs) this is how we open doors in england (laughs) (laughs) cola bobby (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, then they, um, 
so then that that does become a subplot, but I don't care, and I'm not going to mention okay. it again. Uh, where they're oh my god, wait, I forgot now. my favorite part of this this movie, which was the opening. I'm not going to do this the whole time, go all the way back to the beginning, like Jack and the Beanstalk or whatever, the, yeah, the house that, that Jack built. Yeah. But this movie starts with the, the, what, something that carries on throughout the movie, which is that the hol- like the movie is interspersed with scenes in other people's kitchens. Because oh, yeah. the whole thing is like oh, cut yeah. with scenes that are like other people having kitchen disasters. We're which, about to get to that again, and that is but the, Yeah, I like that too. But the movie starts with pun intended, the most foul scene in the movie, which is <laughs> oh, right. a turkey in like, a mom discovering that her to her Thanksgiving turkey has been stolen from the kitchen and has been placed amidst all of her child's forever ruined now stuffed <laughs> yeah. animals and has a tiara set on its ass, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> no. Or is it no, by its, its neck? It's, it's its neck, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It is the most grotesque thing I can remember seeing recently. I don't know. I've seen I mean, think, Hereditary. It's pretty bad. You have to think uh, think about what's <laughs> going on there. Like, think about what that actually, like a child, first of all, they arranged it seemingly for her to find. Yeah. It's, because it's not actually, kids don't, arranging things is not kids' primary hobby. It's playing yeah. with them. No, but and it's something, I don't think something a turkey so, seems fun. It's kind of like the Colin Hanks see, uh, season in Dexter. <laughs> It's like with the very ritualistic arranging of the bodies, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that or like true detective. It was like that, but the turkey. Yeah. My cross contamination buzzer is still going off. Exactly. My food, my, my food, my food safety certification <laughs> is on fire. My food handling certification that I got for no reason, uh, <laughs> a month and a half ago for the job that didn't hire me anyway i um your chef coat the, is on fire <laughs> yeah my chef coat's on fire so anyway um she uh margaret needs margaret pretends that she needs help with a turkey in order to test uh abby's <laughs> aptitude for helping people with turkeys um and then when it turns out she knows her shit because they have this to to brine or not to brine conversation which happens twice in this oh yes uh, to brine or not to brine she says that's a no briner and then she's like, yeah. the answer is yes, Brian, which is a crazy <laughs> confusing mnemonic device because it's like, no, Brianer, yeah, Brian. But she just likes, she likes dad jokes, and that's a setup for her to like, um, the this. dad who likes dad jokes. Yes. He's very Lee Mack energy. Who is a British yeah. comedian, um, cool. and he's very funny. What is the show you said? I know him from Would I Lie to You. Uh, he's, yes, uh, most people will know him from Would I Lie to You, but he's, um, he's also on, he has a sitcom called Not Going okay. Out where he he does act a bit like this okay. this uh bumbling character in this and yeah i, I thought I, I liked that they did someone who wasn't you know such a male yeah he's not he's type, not just like a you know. picture perfect chiseled prince charming type yeah. he, we had um, so i just wanted to say for the record brining is yeah. always better brining brining is a great mm. way i mean do it with your chicken breast just before you make an ordinary tuesday night dinner do it with your shrimp well, for sure it's a no-brainer. It is, though, but brining no is... Brine. So when she said it's a no-brainer, I was like, yes, it is a briner. And then she said it's a no-brainer <laughs> brine. Be, so. You think you just be like, use your brine. Yeah. Always brine. Yeah. Okay, that's going too far. I'm just saying, I'm just, yeah. you know, just letting letting my kids and everybody trying, else know that you can you can also brine your shrimp just and your chicken breast. It's loose and it's not well done, but it's just them trying to show that she likes dad jokes because that's going to be a theme of this. And, you know, you know how Hallmark likes to do their, like, fifth grade essay type motifs. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like this. And this, I will demonstrate that over the next five yeah. paragraphs. And that's it's a hypothesis. The, that's so that's one of the ones they do there. But um, so yeah. Uh, after after she meets um, after she meets Jack, and then she is tested, and we find out that Margaret has a job at the holiday hot the holiday hotline. The holiday hotline. The holiday hotline. Call out and, your holiday hotline. Yeah, and I that's part of why I was confused about what we were doing because I was just looking at all the Holly, the Holly stuff and then I was like... Oh, I know, I was oh, also oh. having that. That's why I was wearing pink and I was like, oh, that, that's Lacey Chabert. We wear, on pink, we, we wear Wednesdays. And then... On pink, right. we wear Wednesdays. Right. On pink, we wear Wednesdays. <laughs> just pink, my dudes. So... Um, so yeah. Anyway, it, it turns out that Margaret she she works on the holiday the holiday hotline, <laughs> and everybody everybody yeah. in the building wants to work there too. And they and they're um, all bribing they're all bribing Margaret, and she doesn't she wants them to keep bribing, to keep bribing her, her so yeah. badly that she's like, look, you can't let anybody know I'm giving you the job because I want them to keep bribing me, and mm. I am shameless in that. So so that's why she has to lie, and that's the reason. I just I love that. I like her. Speaking yeah. of shameless, I felt like the cast of shameless might come out at any point in this oh chicago this episode. actually i funny about that i i felt like this um the music in this shameless a lot best of it, friends welcome to shameless best friends <laughs> a lot of the music in this sounded exactly like the like transitional music on community like there was mm. a lot of that like e-piano stuff and it it was that kind of hijinks music, which I used to absolutely hate until I watched Community, and then all its dark undertones won me over, and suddenly I liked how corny it gets and yeah. cheerful. But yeah, I um, it's really it's hard to make me like something cheerful. Uh, oh, but I like this that's movie not too. True. I know I like this movie. Too. I also <laughs> cry all the time. I don't know. <laughs> you liked every single movie this weekend, but. I actually, I, I like didn't, cheerful stuff. I just didn't dislike any of them, but this one I actually liked. Like this one was pleasant to spend time in. Yeah, I can't the wait other to one get to the song. I, the other one's just, I want to go to Scotland, but this yeah. one, um, yeah. So, so, uh, anyway, she, so she decides, I mean, you know, it's like, again, Hallmark's doing their agenda where you got to work for the whole holiday because that's, we better normalize it before capitalism makes before it Before France reality. gets, takes so, over, before, <laughs> before TikTok convinces everybody to go to Italy. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's the thing. So that's what they're doing. And so she's at the she's at the holiday hotline. I'm just from. Oh, I, I just remembered what that is. It's the holiday hotline. It, it's on Always Sunny. There was an episode where they there was a holiday in, but they couldn't call it that, so they had to call it the holiday. <laughs> that's that's where that's where I'm getting that. Um, holiday hotline. So. They, <laughs> So she, when she gets there, um, the living ventriloquism doll that runs the place, uh, he does a TV countdown and he like laughs at the idea that she doesn't really want to be doing this, uh, but she doesn't. Yeah. Um, and then we get, yeah. Then but we why? Get, do, then which I don't know why she's not. Also, she's not cooking right now. She's moved there, and from the very beginning of this, everyone's kind of right. like, "Oh, why have that. you stopped cooking?" And I'm like. I immediately was like, I think that's really healthy. Yeah. I think it's super healthy that she's taking some time off from work for fucking Christ's yeah. sake. God, Yeah, from, from the passionate thing she loved that has become work. Yeah, you have to take some time yeah. off. Yeah. So, like, the fact that she's like, okay, I'm going to, in my yeah. time in Chicago, I'm not, I'm going to eat a microwave burrito and I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to stop cooking for a little bit. And I forgot like, about this, this plot make line. Make some brie pockets for us. I was like, no, let her be. Let her breathe. So, let her breathe. So there's 
so the um the villain ventriloquism doll does a does a countdown um and it's a tv mommy for the patreon recipe can you make a recipe called let her breathe (laughs) (laughs) yes Okay, great. It it does a TV countdown, which if you don't know is the is the one where you 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 say five, four, three, and then you don't say the yes. last ones. You just use your fingers. And, yeah, and uh, and she and I, uh, in some Hallmark movies, they just do that because the that that's somehow that's you know I mean I don't know they 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 would do that and it wouldn't it would get go unacknowledged. In this one, like, it did. She's like, isn't that just for TV? Yeah. Um, and then he's just like, just let me have my fun. I yeah I actually I love him. So that's when we get our and first. He says, and he says at one point, he's like, we're all a big family here, which I thought was funny because that's like been so trigger wordified yeah, on that's... the internet. Because like, if someone says that, it means that that's the code for get the toxic. fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yet, and yet by the end, I was like, oh, but they are though. <laughs> well, they're all doing it for free, I think. So, I mean, that's, I mean, maybe they're getting paid, but it's like, it's definitely not if they a are, career. It's like social worker money. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it seems it's like no it's no one's career. That's no. the thing. But so, um, actually, this is the first time we actually, before you were talking about, we did see people uh, in their homes and we saw the grotesque display, the, the macabre uh, effigy of Turkey. Um, the macabre! But, <laughs> but they start doing, they, they don't start doing the, the interesting thing that this movie does that I think elevates it, which you said you thought was corny last time that we did this, but I think it elevates it, which is the diegetic hotline calls where she is somehow present in every environment that someone's calling from, which I think is great. And as you pointed out, if they hadn't done that, it would have just felt like she was the guy in the chair in a spy movie. And that wouldn't have been. Yeah. I, I, I stand by all of that. <laughs> I yeah. stand by thinking. So I got a genuine laugh during the diegetic <laughs> hotline calls when uh, the guy and this, <laughs> This was, um, yeah, the the uh, the guy is he's driving from Kenosha to Kalamazoo and he's asking if he can defrost his chick his turkey by putting it on mm-hmm. his roof, and it just pans down from him like tying it on the roof, pans down to her in the driver's seat, just <laughs> just dumbstruck with like a deer in, in the I, headlights, but instead she's in the passenger seat. I loved it. It was very funny, and I think part of why it's funny is because she's very charming yes. in this movie, and like her, she's just got a very expressive face, and it's it's it lends itself to this sort of. As I said last time. This oh, yeah. She's doing an American Jones-esque. accent by this point. Uh, no, she's not. Isn't she? It, yeah, she was on not. the phone. Oh. Wasn't she? Yeah. No, but she wasn't yet. That's the thing. She was on the phone, but she was English oh. on the phone. And then and then we encountered the problem, uh, which is, yes, that um, xenophobia has caused her to change her <laughs> accent. Because nobody um, trusts her because they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm mm-hmm. stuffing Hot Wheels in my turkey and base and, and I'm cooking it with the plastic on, but I don't trust you because you don't have Thanksgiving in London, so you can't solve my problems because they think she's more likely to be a bigger dummy than they are. So yeah. she's like, it seems as though nobody can understand me with my bad English accent. <laughs> so I think I should do something about that. Maybe I should try and speaking in an American accent. And then the, dummy, the ventriloquist doll is like, <laughs> Oh, well, I guess. I don't know. What do you think? And then she's like, and then the phone is ringing. And then she's like, um, hell, yes, I can do an American accent. My mom, my mom isn't American in that. You're right. She does say that her mom's yes. American. And then and she's then getting she, into character. And, and she's, she's like, like, well, what should I be called? And she's like, why well, can't you no, be called that? No, no. She goes, she goes, I can do it. See, thank you for calling the holiday hotline. My name is. Let's talk. And then she her. pauses it and <laughs> says, what should my name be called? Oh, and, yeah. and, and then she's like. Um, well, uh, Margaret's name, and she like tries to come up with something, Maggie, and she's trying to come up with something that's derivative of Margaret, and she goes, Peggy, Peggy, and then lands on Peggy, and she's like, Peggy, 
which is such a long time to make someone wait because on his <laughs> end it's like welcome for, thank you for calling the holiday hotline my name is peggy <laughs> like well, that's crazy for his end. like what that's that was crazy. condensed for time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so john well and then his on his end He's over there with his brother because, yes, the person that she's answering the phone call for, that is our main lead, male character. He's over there and he goes, what should I say my name is? Because he's having the same dilemma on his side for no reason. He's He's not. He's like, yes, he is. No, he's not. He says, he's no, because his name is Jack. And he says, I know, but he calls himself John. Yes, I know. So he says, I don't want to go by Jack. But for what reason is unclear. No, his brother... His brother says, his brother says, John, he's like, well, it is my name. And he's like, yeah, but you go, you don't go by it. And he was like, well, you know, it's, this, uh, this person doesn't know me. And I, I guess basically his thing is just, and I get this because I, I have a, there are, there is a select world where I call, I call myself John and I don't relate to it. It doesn't feel like my name, but there are some like distant businessy type interactions where that's what I would just Yeah, but he said to. something else. He said some other reason for why he was call- going by John. It was something like that. I got whatever it was as somebody with the exact same name and dilemma. <laughs> by the way, I have the weirdest neighbor. Usually I catch him out front sweeping the water in the gutter. Down the gutter. Yeah, I don't know why. I was going to say that <laughs> triggering And you. he just Paige. walked and he just walked. Oh yeah, sorry. But he just walked past out back. And right now he's using a blower on the, the, the walking path right out back. <laughs> there are no trees out here, so there are no leaves. <laughs> I don't know what Wait, he's whoa. blowing. Yeah. <laughs> he's so That's weird. right. There is nothing to blow no, there. No, there's nothing. But he's, oh. he's, he was looking very intently and going back and forth. There's a little bit of water so, out there. Maybe he's water obsessed. Okay, carry on. You have been today. Yeah, yeah. Like I spilled water my water when we were about sat to sat on water <laughs> again. Also, sat on. It's like it's not sat in. Sat on. Yeah. <laughs> sat I, did. On I sat water. atop sat a wet water. cushion accidentally. That's more accurate. That's more right than sat yeah. on water. It sounds more right. I, I'm pict- when you say sat on water, I'm picturing you levitating above That's a puddle. It. Yeah, That's exactly. Not- Stop. Anyway, so I have here written that joke didn't deserve the reaction it got, and I don't remember what joke it was, but. It was just some dad oh. joke that Jack made, and then she responded she to it that way. Real which was fucking funny. hard. I think that that was when I wrote, She's so happy to hear from John. This bitch loves a widower. <laughs> I think it's because he said something, he made some joke, and it was, yeah, it was crazy. I don't know, man. I He was, he was cracking jokes, and she was, <laughs> like, it was intense. I believe their chemistry, though, in that it just really, it felt like yes. these to this is how i felt at the end when they kissed because spoiler alert that happens at the end of every hallmark movie i if felt you had told me these people were not only married in real life but newlyweds i would have believed it i felt like when they when they kissed my first the first thought that went through my head was ah those happy happy dummies <laughs> <laughs> so um they talk cooking and then he calls her again and then he misuses the holiday hotline because he seems to believe it's just free therapy um yeah they're they're chatting a bunch and he like because the whole point is he's so okay so his whole i bet thing that happens that a lot calling, by the way just like with phone oh, sex yeah. oh totally i was just gonna say like phone sex oh which we could we yeah i was a, gonna a, say a we have a plug. plug for this one we do have a plug for this one very good <laughs> what? plug. we can plug one of your books we can plug uh you're the only one who Attic. didn't get it oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah no yeah. I, I i i believe me i remember 
let's just do it at the end. But it's but it, yeah. But we have a, we have a book for you to read if if you liked that concept. But but it's very. Sim- There's a group of women, so that's your that's that's, that's how <laughs> that's it starts. Tease. That's your tease. But no, it's very it's very similar to like a, a phone sex line. But yeah, I think that these people are getting so. But the thing is that the, that this single father has a, like a nine year old daughter. And she's like, I have to write an essay on school about my favorite, my favorite part of the holidays. And my, my, my favorite part of Thanksgiving used to be Thanksgiving dinner, but now the mom's dead because uh, yes, yeah. mom is dead. Yeah, mom is dead. Um, like that can't be my favorite part of the holidays anymore because you can only make me a dollop of Daisy for li- for dinner every day because this oh. movie is sponsored by a dollop Everything of Daisy. Everything tastes better with a dollop of Daisy. Everything especially because I have a dollop, a dollop of Daisy for lunch and dinner every day. A dollop of cottage cheese for dinner. And so he gets her a glamour shot of a dollop of Daisy for lunch and dinner. Yeah. And then yeah, there's a lot. He's like, you know what? I'm going to try and make you uh, more than a dollop of Daisy for lunch and dinner this Thanksgiving. That is his so mission. He's gonna, so he's his. Yeah. So the plot of the movie for him is that he's going to get her, make her a Thanksgiving turkey dinner, which or, what child wants. Or it, at least he's going to make her a, a Christmas dinner if the Thanksgiving yes. one fails. That and that's Which this is does. basically a rehearsal for Christmas dinner. But what yeah. what what does a child want more? Turkey. Than turkey. Yes. Well, and <laughs> I'm just going to add here for our Patreon members, I'm going to be providing the recipe for my um, my and James Beard's sour cream bread, <laughs> and for mm-hmm. Yorkshire pudding slash popovers. Excellent recipes for yeah. both. Those will be provided for Patreon. Mm-hmm. And that does tie in because of the dollop of Daisy. Carry on. Yes. (laughs) The apartment building is being decorated um, and everybody's working on it. I have to point out here, by the way, that um, they uh, this this movie, it has an interesting relationship with the usual Hallmark work your ass off through the whole holiday season thing, because Margaret, actually, the reason that that Peggy slash Abby is now working is because Margaret wants to do the sensible thing and not work for the holidays. Right. Yeah. And all these people who are decorating the the apartment building, they also appear to be pretty much off work. Um, so good for them, but not our main character. <laughs> yep. So the brother and sister-in-law, um, who are both characters in this, in case anyone forgot, because I did, uh, they, they invite abby and jack both to uh a place where they can buy some ornaments and um they have they both individually have a stroke while trying to (laughs) set them up because uh jack's like what what's going on with you guys and then you know she's like uh i it's just things and stuff and then his brother (laughs) is like what okay what's up with her he's like um uh, girls and uh christmas sorry thanksgiving and it's like what what's happening and it turns out that they're both completely catatonic because they brought abby and they didn't expect it to get this far i guess to where they were in the same like square mile so now they don't know how to get these two to actually talk and he notices uh he uh, jack notices abby off in the distance is like oh you guys are having strokes because you want me to date this girl gotcha so then they get along and i have a dollop of daisy stuck in my head to the tune of amber by 311 <laughs> dollop of daisy dollop of daisy dollop of daisy okay. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what did you guys say that's more than we can legally do so then i think <laughs> uh this is this okay it was not quite the melody <laughs> i think this is the scene i think this is the scene where um she's talking about being english and how well she reads the description of an ornament and says you know it's like 
something along the lines of like it's it, it's it's mysterious and whatever. Oh, she's whatever. like this one is me lately. It's like and she's like holds up this like <laughs> she's like this is what I identify with right now. She holds up a diamond the size of her face, and it's just like okay, one fancies herself a diamond, does she? <laughs> and he's just like, why you're overpriced? And she's like, no, it's multifaceted and yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But then and at then, the end of it, it says lights up any room. Uh, this is for the person who lights up any room they enter. And she didn't read that part. And he's like, what? This doesn't apply to you? And she's like, no, I'm British. And we, the British, don't like to be acknowledged. And so he's like, so you'd really hate if I do this. And then he turns around and says, oh, hey, attention, shoppers. Uh, this here on aisle nine is Abby. She's visiting from England. Let's all give her a, a warm, happy holidays. And then everyone does. Uh, which is, I mean, dreadfully awful. embarrassing. But that's <laughs> just terrible. That's the, and then perhaps is this that's when the, the turkey. Us. <laughs> yes. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that when the turkey uh, ornament is introduced? It is introduced. God, I did not want to catalog it and remember it for later storytelling purposes. So no, it's really but so okay. I don't know. I don't think we've, we we're gonna have to do our formal announcement, but we we I, maybe we will have done it formally by this time when this episode comes out, but we're doing the besties. We're doing our, uh, our, <laughs> our award show at oh, the yes. end of the, at the end of the uh, holiday season, at the end of the Christmas countdown here. Patreon so listeners will already know that we are Patreon listeners this. already know about it. If, if you guys are, don't already know about it, but yes. So we're going to do different, uh, different nominations. I'm going to go ahead and say that the Turkey ornament is going to be in there for best ornament along with the, I broke my ornament ornament. And then the, tr the trout ornament from checking it twice. For me, the winner right now is definitely the one that just says mom on it. <laughs> oh my God. The I'm going to, yeah, I'm keeping track of with these. A ribbon attached. You guys remind me of these afterwards. Oh, I forgot about so mom. Many ornaments. Mom and Frank. So, mom. So unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately we're not, we're not past the Daisy product placement. Of course we never, Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today will be um we go back to the Aladi outline and she's gotten <laughs> she's gotten a call she's get, getting a call from a mob guy and i liked whatever was going on with this oh that guy was crazy the guy or the guy is calling and he's being you really too much he's he's being vaguely threatening and he's he's sort of sopranosing at her out of a Sup scorsese movie yeah and uh and right you know he he i don't know yeah, i'm so i suspect you know too much about cooking family dinners for th for Thanksgiving or whatever he says, <laughs> yeah. and then he that was goes a pretty good mob guy. He goes over the, you know, I can do a mob guy. That's the most accessible accent I can do. <laughs> <laughs> so so he goes over to the he goes over to the fridge. He's like, I know just the thing, and he opens up the door, and it's a 
Daisy Cottage Cheese. <laughs> Couldn't be more clear. Um, that on was a really, corpse's that was hand. Very, was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, a hor- on a horse's head. <laughs> oh, I know. If this were if this were a better movie, there would just be a decapitated head in there right behind it. This was a better movie. I did finally watch yeah. The Godfather, by the way. Oh. When? I, huh. uh, at the end of my Poland in trip. In Poland. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Not not in between all these movies. Not, yeah, not right after Mary Scottish Christmas now. and right before Holiday. No, I but it. I finally seen it. It was a very pretty movie. I thought it was. Oh, it's yeah. gorgeous. Mm. Wait till you get to The Godfather okay. 2. So the living ventriloquist doll is also trying to set them up. Um, they're they're having flirtatious calls. He's just unashamedly eavesdropping. Um, he's just listening to. I mean, he knows already because he's been listening. He knows that this involves uh, Jack be, being yeah. very forthcoming about his trauma so i i'd like i like that the ventriloquist all just listens um yeah. most of them do jack says, just most of them do and he says it's his and he yeah <laughs> and he says it he says it's his uh yeah he says it's his um favorite show and he does a little song about it and i can't remember what it is oh the lovebirds yeah the lovebirds love <laughs> yeah i like but wait have that. we done the scene okay so okay I don't remember when it's this movie's confusing. Yeah. But at one point when they're hanging out in one of the hallways in the building. Yeah. It was nice that there were some same a same sex relationship was acknowledged, which I think was maybe one of the first times that that's happened in this year's movies because the sister Second was like time that I can well, okay. Mystic Christmas. Besides besides yes. in Mary Scottish Christmas when it wasn't acknowledged, but it was a big part of the film. <laughs> Mystic Christmas had one, but I think other than that, yeah. Oh yes, that's true. Because she said, "Do you have a boyfriend back home, or a girlfriend, or you oh, yeah, know, a yeah, different yeah. relationship?" And that was nice. And I was like, "Okay, great." Hallmark is still trying somewhere because they didn't just do it when it was getting attention. Right. And forget to, to forget to try anymore. Yeah. Then Thanksgiving is over suddenly, like right after that. Yes. So, uh, well, they're already they already started decorating. I'm realizing as, before Thanksgiving as has was Paige. over. Um, at some point, which it's- is fair. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. At some at some point in here, Jack fails to cook. I did it because of my Instagram. I did it because I needed a background. <laughs> That's not why. So at I some point, like it. at some point uh, in here, Jack has failed to cook, cook a turkey for Thanksgiving. She finds out that he has a dead wife. Um, oh, then that, oh, that's when the embarrassment. That was thing a happens. really overwrought. That was just. Oh my god. Oh I'm no no so no. Sorry. We're not there yet. Oh my god. It, well, yes, oh that's god. true. But we're not at the point where it I really couldn't stand the acting during the part where she finds out finds out. But um okay, then yeah, so they're on the they're on the phone and uh, he says I'm not convinced I'll ever put joy in cooking in the same sentence which he just did. Um <laughs> <and> <laughs> I then, thought the same thing. Too late. And then there Our inner third grader came out. Yeah, and then they're yeah. they're hanging ornaments. Well, and so just like the 9-year-old when she says when he says, can I ask you a question? And she goes, that, that, was, that was the question. So then they're hanging ornaments. and I don't like children. No. <laughs> That's when that scene happens. Yeah, where she says, you know, Oh, I've always hated them. Everyone home. <laughs> uh, it shows. That's why you insisted we grow up. <laughs> um, also, this is a time when they're hanging these orna- ornaments and they've all got to hang an ornament that represents them in some way. This is when Margaret hangs... An old-fashioned old ornament, and so Abby's like, "Oh, because you're old-fashioned." She's like, "No, because I drink them. Because I drink a lot. Because <laughs> I'm a lush, honey. Because I'm a lush, honey." She was a winner to me. I know, and made me yeah. made me immediately want one. So not an old-fashioned 
but also an old fashioned, but also an ornament. We have another montage uh, of all these people and their cooking disasters. And at the end, she's just smiling and goes, you should hang up and call 911. I liked that one. That was funny. <laughs> uh, they So then she goes on an architecture walk with Jack to some part of the city that he likes, who cares. Um, and that's when that's when she finds out that he wants to make the turkey so oh, bad. Oh, no, so that's the thing. So, it. no, okay. <clears throat> so this is the thing. No, on the phone, she had already, because he'd been trauma dumping yeah. the entire time, she had already found out in the diegetic scenes where she was in the, his living room yeah. with him. She had already found out there. Wait, okay, so. She knew he had a dead wife She had already both. found out there. She knew that, she knew that Jan, she knew Jan had a dead wife. And she was like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to hear that. Because she loves a widow. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. then wait, did they already have the scene where she gets on the phone? Fo- because she, she gets more and more excited to get on the phone with him every single time yeah. she calls. So there was the one scene that I don't know if we missed where, I think we did, where she he calls and she's so fucking pumped to see him that they walk towards each other in the kitchen, which they don't in real life. It's just because they're both in the fantasy, you know, like. You mean hear from him. Yes, like you're when being she hears un- from him. I was confused. Sorry, when he calls. Yeah. When Peggy, so she's, so gu- when she's pumped quote, unquote, to hear Peggy, from him. Calls quote, unquote, John. On the hotline, yes. Calls quote, unquote, John. Or when John calls quote, yes. unquote, Peggy. So it's so fucking confusing. Yeah. So they're in the fantasy where they're not really in the room together. Mm, and then right. she takes off. No, not yet. We're not no. there yet. I will. I won't have you spoil it for our listeners who only listen to this, because that's a okay. very important. Okay, I just want to make sure because we're not going to miss that. Okay, we're well, I'm just making that. sure because it seems pretty. I I was making sure. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah, you would actually. Whew, guys, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> touch and go. So all right. So she know she knew that John and Jack had dead wives, but she just considered them unrelated, even though they have the same voice and almost the same name. But, um. Then she finds out that he also wants to make turkey, and then she knows um, that they're the same person. So she hyperventilates her way out of the conversation with well, him. Well, no, she yeah, she's like she's just like yeah, well yeah, I I I've got I've got to make turkey for my for my daughter because ever since her wife her, ever since my our her mom since died my I've been wife and then she, died ever since my daughter's <laughs> wife died and then she's like oh and she starts to put it together oh no that and was then she's so like, dramatic. I think all the spiced wine went to my head, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that stuff gets me too." You want me to call you a cab? Or I can, I, I, I can walk you home. She gets a cab instantly. And she's like, "No, Jackson!" <laughs> she just goes, and she just is immediately gone, and she gets like in the cab from midnight to Paris, and she is out of there. I'm almost, and she just, she just books it home, and then she, and then she just like she's so. For the rest of the movie, she is overacting her little yes. parts out. Yeah, she is so incredibly overwhelmed and overcome by the fact that she knows this thing about John Jack Jingleheimer Schmidt <laughs> that she can't be- even believe her gall for knowing she can't believe it yeah. she can't believe what she knows so she she the next day she I want to point out here big, this is- big deal. fucking deal I would be so like sick I would have of this right okay. as a conflict oh my god I know I would have right then been like oh my god John. I'm Peggy. I'm Peggy. I work at the Holiday Hotline. Yeah. And he would have been like, oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah, oh my it would have been like, it would have been like the best night. They would have loved that, but they no. Been, yeah, <gasps> would have been like, oh my God. Okay. Do you want to go get a drink? Like, we have so much to fucking talk about. This is so crazy. I cannot believe this. This is like the craziest. This is like that movie Serendipity. Like, okay. That's- 
Right. Instead, she acts like she's about to yeah. vomit, and yeah. he asks if he can put her in a car. Well, I've you got know, like, I've got something I, no. I wrote down here that uh, I wrote down right when this happened, which is, mm-hmm. I really, really, really hate plots that revolve around the cowardly, pointless withholding of crucial but inconsequential yes. information. And that, exactly. yes. and that is exactly, exactly what's going on here, and I really, really can't stand it. And I cannot, <clears throat> I was fuming for the latter part of this movie because they kept pushing it so and me they were pushing me over the yeah. line so yeah, all right absolutely. so the next day she's <clears throat> talking to <clears throat> the ventriloquist dummy and uh it, i think you could just call him charlie mccarthy okay who is that <laughs> i don't know who that is edgar bergen and charlie mccarthy and doll? charlie mccarthy the fa- the most famous ventriloquist dummy of all the most famous, <laughs> famous ventriloquist, ventriloquist dummy, dummy of all, all. Boom, boom, boom. The ah, Charlie <laughs> 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 To okay. me, it's the Batman villain is what comes to mind. And I know that's not fair, but that's what happens. Charlie McCarthy is the name of a Batman villain? No, there's a ventriloquist character who's very clearly based on that. Um, yeah, ah. and that's... That I, all the, <laughs> See, now, when you do that, that's the Twilight Zone. All the old... All the the Batman the animated Stop the it, Batman the it. animated series ones. Stop it, Paige! I hate it. The, yeah, the longer you do that, the longer I have to talk about Batman. The Batman the animated series. Uh, all all the villains were kind of like a lot of them were were just were based on or their appearances were based on like pop cultural things from the mid like from the yeah forties and fifties stuff. I it's great watching that stuff. It's very it's noir. It's fun. So that that's what comes to mind for me. So she says to him that she should have told him then and she's obviously right and then both sides resolve to lay it all on the line so then it's time for the cool weird funny surrealistic dance i love this scene oh that okay for a second dan- dance i i was picturing choreographed <laughs> i wasn't picturing what what it is which is, i could not okay so wait for this so that is what i was char- starting to try to describe which was yes okay. in the diegetic imagination of the scene where quote unquote Peggy, who's the American who's working at the hotline, yeah. is quote unquote in the kitchen with John, who is actually Jack, who's not this Jack, but is the Jack from the movie, who is actually John, yeah. who is the person calling, is who is actually in the kitchen. When they started doing this format, I was so, so hopeful that they were gonna break it at some point like this, and I'm so glad that they did. Yeah, so the sort of the the sort of the wall, but they're, they're, the fourth wall between the two of them is broken for a moment, kind of, mm-hmm. and an in sync needle drop <laughs> happens when a Christmas song by In Sync occurs, um, and they begin dancing. But it seemed like they were about to straight up fuck, yeah, because they just they like they face each other in front of the kitchen sink, and he's like. You ready to do this? And there's not it's not not on purpose. Yeah. He's like, "You ready to do this?" and she's like, "Yep." <laughs> Paige just took off her headphones. And then, <laughs> and then And then they're and then they start dancing and then the whole scene turns into a beautiful Christmas scene. And I, the problem is but the part that kills me here, the part that kills me from a perspective of like working in a creative industry and like living with somebody who works in film is like someone had to work so hard to fight so hard for that in sync song yeah. to be in this yeah uh-huh. and then the britney spears to justify memoir, the royalties then the britney yes. spears memoir dropped and then no one ever wants to hear from justin timberlake's ass again oh yes yes <laughs> and so i just had to set it set it aside mentally and just be like 
I I I am okay with hearing this song because of the person who fought for it. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, millennial, I see you. I know you yeah. wanted it in there so bad. I love the disco lights on the turkey. I think that's a great part of it. It says "Let's talk turkey" in the background. It looked like it just said it on a TV, which was not what it. It wasn't that, but it really looked like that. But yeah, the whole dance was. I just loved that they did that. It was just fun, and it was like the kind of unnecessary thing that a Hallmark movie doesn't usually do. You know, something that's just fun. Imagine. Yeah. So yeah. then there's a Coco emergency right when she's about Let's to tell him. Let's get basted. She's right about to tell him the. Let's get basted and twerky. <clears throat> oh god she's right about <laughs> i worked at a lot of bars over a lot of holidays i'm sorry she's right about to tell him the truth and then there's a coco emergency uh then abby fears that john is ghosting peggy because she is really going off the deep end <clears throat> but then oh, wait okay so yes yes okay first of all we missed a scene when they went i think to a christmas tree farm i'm not sure but she went okay abby went british abby went out with Jack and his daughter. Yeah. And sh- they have hot chocolate. It's only important because it's about to come back up. But yeah. the hot he- they went and got hot chocolate. And the little girl is like, I hate when my hot chocolate, when all the whipped cream goes away, my hot chocolate. Oh, it's yeah. the worst because all the whipped cream goes away. <laughs> and um, it's the worst thing about hot chocolate. And then Abby's like, well, I have a little. Mind you, her mother's dead. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> whipped cream goes away wow. i hate when everything goes away and then and then abby's like but i have a little trick for that mm-hmm. and then she goes over to the barista and she's like and then she comes back and then she goes okay can i see a hot chocolate and then she holds it out and she goes and she puts the whipped cream on top and she goes now take a sip and then she puts it back out and she goes what a trick and she goes now take another sip lord take another sip take another sip take another sip keep going keep going keep going <laughs> and then that is just that's her trick that's her trick that's not a trick that's diabetes yeah. that's diabetes that, that is not that's an insulin issue so then later she's got the kid they're on the phone she's like jack is on the phone calling the holiday hotline again and then her little this little hyped up brat who's now got a yeah. blood sugar issue is crashing and she's like comes in with a shoelace strap daddy i need my fix her four inch bicep she's like dad i want whipped cream the way that abby made it mm. and then he's just like sorry i gotta go feed the beast and it's just so like, he hangs up you're gonna come in sorry but no but first of all you're gonna say you want whip, you want hot chocolate the way abby makes the hot chocolate which means you want to be actively fed yeah. with cream sip by sip i don't fucking think so kid get a grip yeah absolutely not also, just yeah. put more whipped cream on your hot chocolate, and it won't melt. Mm. Mommy, can you also give the people your hot, cho- your um, your French, French hot, hot chocolate? chocolate. Yeah, yeah, that is the best thing in the world. So he hangs up because of the cocoa emergency. That's for all levels Patreon. The recipes are for all levels Patreon. Okay, so then he hangs up, um, and he has to deal with the cocoa emergency or whatever. And so that's one time that they fail to do it. But then he he says he's going to call Peggy back. But instead of calling Peggy back, he calls Abby and invites Abby. Uh, to come over for dinner that night. Yeah, and, and then suddenly the kid is the nowhere turkey. to be seen, and there's no hot cocoa, and it was and happens directly afterwards. So it's a little yeah, weird. So, so Abby has a chance then, but she doesn't take it, and then she goes over, and then she has a chance, and then doesn't take it because he says something else. But here's the problem with that, and this is the problem that all these movies have. She's not just there for that scene. She came over for dinner. Yes. She's there for the whole night. She has tons yes. of time. And she's doing it bare-legged in a peacoat in Chicago, which is famously one of the coldest cities in the country. 
Yeah. I, I, I'm going to be posting it on the carousel. I don't even think it's a very good picture to post on the carousel for Instagram, <laughs> but I'm so appalled at what she was wearing. I have to post it because I aesthetically, I think that wearing no, nothing with a peacoat on your legs is so awful. But don't forget, not just famously cold, but famously windy on the banks of the, you know, Lake Michigan. Yeah. Very, yeah. They don't very call it cold. the still winded city. They don't. <laughs> I mean. I agree. So, uh, yeah, then I have written here, not a second delay. It's not even the second delay. Yep. It's like the fourth delay. But this happens because she's uh, on the phone with him as Peggy. And he's basically saying goodbye to Peggy. And then ventriloquism man is no, like, but that, but that's after the, the the parent after uh, yeah there's yet another parent trying so hard to impress his child they try she they try the turkey oh, yeah and it's good and the, the kid loves it's it it's good and the kid's like love this turkey god you know i love me yeah. and then she runs out of the room which is like Just don't a, buy it about so we're not kids. gonna eat the turkey or it's like that kid wants macaroni and cheese and she will have it from a yeah. box please yeah so, yeah. um, not discerning palates on the t the tongues of the youth. So then he comes to the studio with an ornament for Peggy, and uh, this part's just crazy because yeah, it turns out he did know how to use Google for this and this alone, and he found <laughs> out where the studio was, and he went uh went there, and he sees her being given uh some kind of holiday newbie award, award or something. Yeah, and. Then, um, for some reason, okay, then it turns out that her ex, like, and then he, you know, he gets all pissed and is like, whoever you are. Oh my God. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, they're being, she says, you use a different like, name too. And he's like, well, it's my name though. And he's right. No, this is insane. So <laughs> and they, who cares? So What's like, the difference? So they're like, oh, three, two, one. We did it. You guys, we got through the holiday. So everybody's Woo! off the phone right at everybody's that moment. Everybody's off the phone. Yeah, everybody's done. Everybody wrapped it right up. Then. Everybody, okay. And then you're going to want right. to turn the oven on to, ah, got to go. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> out of luck. Um, and then I, you know, it's probably like a pencil down situation, whoever was the last one on the phone, whatever. But it was <laughs> yeah. like, so everybody's, um, so everybody finishes up and then it's like, okay, now we're giving out awards for like whoever, like, oh, you best, yeah. you know, best award goes to this person, whatever, whoever saved the person from the biggest catastrophe, whatever. And I was expecting them to all have like funny, like I wanted a couple more funny superlatives. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah. and best newcomer goes to Abby. Peggy. And I was like, they okay, that was to Peggy. And I was like, okay, that was. Yeah. Cause he's yeah, for a, a moment. He's so flaccid, happy for Peggy. Pretty flaccid award to give. Like <laughs> I knew you were going to correct me. I know it's pronounced flaccid. We're not doing that. that we're it's not pronounced not flaccid. Do. We're not going to pronounce it. I'm not doing it either. I just, we're not. It doesn't yeah, matter. We're not pronouncing Correct. it Chile in the middle of our American accents. <laughs> uh, like, so then, and then he walks up. I am so tired of people walking up and just being like, I have my, oh, you were betraying me. I didn't know you were betraying me. I'll be heading out now silently. And then he, and then she's, oh, wait, I didn't, let me explain. And then she goes after him and then he's just, and then, and then he turns around and he's like, no, you can't explain to me. You didn't tell me. You, 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 and then she's just like, I would have told you, but I didn't have the chance. And I just, it's and it's just glossy like, suburban Shakespeare, and I can't fucking handle it. But it's so stupid because it's just like, and she doesn't, I tried to tell you, and it's just like, she didn't just say, like, I only just found out. For most of the time, I didn't know either. And then I've only yeah, spoken to you twice. Actually, since then. also, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? 
Who yeah, cares? Yeah, it's also, well, I mean, I think that the whole, like, because I was trying to put that together too, and I was like, okay, what's actually the betrayal it here? It would be weird. Because I guess that what he feels is that it's, he feels embarrassed that, like, he knew, because if you, okay, since when you don't know how long she knew, you're like, oh my God, so weird. like, yeah. you let me be a fool, like, telling you all this personal stuff, and let me talk, and like, and then you were just like, seeing me face to face, and that's really embarrassing, like, that's humiliating, yeah. and that is, that is really embarrassing, but like, yeah. so then it's so, just like, oh my God, yeah. I feel so embarrassed, you let me tell you all this stuff about me, and you didn't, and you didn't, like, but to be like, that's why you're, that's why when you're the person who has the answer, you don't just walk up and say, I was going to tell you, you walk up and say, I did. I just found out. I just found out. I didn't know. We were both not using our okay. real names. So but I not only know. that, also, if I have, if there's one more of these characters who says, you know, I specifically don't like it when people lie to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> no one likes it. Some you don't people have, love you that, don't but have not to me. Be special and you can't act like that doubles down the betrayal in that way because yeah, you're. Your wife lied about her diagnosis. That is very, very, very fucking different. Oh, that was weird too. That's She's, yeah, when, very that was different. A weird twist. That's not a betrayal. That's something. That's trauma. Yeah, that is that's crazy painful, trauma. But that's something that people who are ill do sometimes, and it's not your problem. It was their. And it's also <laughs> that was also her choice in her body, and like that's kind of yeah. Weird. I mean, it's weird, but and I, I, can, <laughs> I can imagine feeling weird about that for sure. But it's like it definitely doesn't leave you with a like, oh, everyone's like trust issues. Everyone's lying to me. Everyone's terminally ill, and everyone's pretending they're not. Like that's not yeah, what's right. happening. Correct. No, no, no. So, no. It, so then it's super it, it weird. Turns out, so, but I just found it so crazy because like she at no point, just like all of these movies. I mean, like, and I'm not even just saying Hallmark movies. This is also '90s like rom-coms yeah. and like so many so many like teen movies from when i was too young for them i mean like the 90s ones especially when i was like i was a child in the 90s but like they like so many of these and brat pack movies and stuff they're always just like they don't explain they don't use their words they don't communicate they're just like no don't go they're not just like hey wait, 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 wait. no 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 you're not getting it there's a misunderstanding here no 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 ross and this rachel were on a break <laughs> They were on a break, and I and people have been mad about that, that is forever. True. And I, they didn't I talk about what the, the words meant. No. I think is what the yes, problem is. But they the, didn't talk about what a break. Sure, means. but the thing is that that whole that whole conflict, I, I've been I had been hearing about it forever before I watched Friends. I was like, oh yeah, haha, Ross and Rachel, yeah, we were on a break, haha. But then the fury, the anger, the endless anger, the fact that it takes them six years in universe to actually ever try again. <laughs> That is crazy, and I am pissed about it still. And that is the worst thing about sitcoms. It's the worst thing about movies. It's the worst thing about everything. They were on a break, but they didn't talk about what being on a break meant. And they didn't talk afterwards. And they could have, and they almost did. But then they don't. For six mm -hmm. years. So, okay. So then, uh, turns out, a Abby's ex is calling her parents, which I was confused by initially, but it's because she hasn't blocked. And uh, trying... This, the, last, the last note I had written was, Big old baby boy. <laughs> So uh, he's just a, such a baby. So the ex is trying. The ex is calling, and he's opening a he's <laughs> opening a new what was it? He was opening a new um, place in Coventry Garden, a new restaurant, and he wants her to go be the in Covent Garden. Yeah. Yes, in and Covent he wants Garden. her to be the chef. Well, so that would be a, it's really sweet. So deal. Uh, she decides she's gonna leave, and she's gonna go be that head chef, which doesn't seem like a real opportunity because he, he's promised her that before. But whatever, she decides that that's what she's gonna do, and she's all sad. He uh, it turns out the gift that he gave Peggy was the turkey ornament that she almost bought, but didn't buy because she doesn't want didn't want to spoil to the apartment building that she was uh, talking turkey, and uh, if you know what I mean. Which is and... crazy. <laughs> it was. It's like it's a turkey. I... What? I'm a cook. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you a head chef? 
Are you a holiday hotliner? Well, they did all. Because I saw the ornament. They did all have to explain why they were. Something's up here. They did all have to explain why they were doing it. Uh, but why and was she Abby, picking it because she was an Ollie the Outliner? Because I don't think Abby so. And, Abby and... You just be like, I like food, man. But Abby and Margaret were I close. Like they, it had to be something to do with you. Most of them, they did something to do with their career. And everyone knew that... Uh, everyone also knew that Abby was busy on the schedule that the Holiday Hotline uses. So actually, it probably would have been enough for someone to piece it together. But... Who cares? So uh, he also fixed her door. Also, who cares? Again, I'm not talking anymore about the door. Um, so then she's leaving and Margaret's saying goodbye. And then Jason calls her when she's right on her way. She's almost going. And then he has to make the mistake of calling her. That's uh, that's her ex, uh, which reminds her how much she hates him. So she decides not to leave. She gets out of the car and she says, how did you know I wouldn't leave? And Margaret's like, I didn't. I'm not some fairy godmother, which is like, yeah, me thinks the Hallmark side character doth protest too much. But, you know, then uh, she cooks some stuff for Jack. I don't remember what it is. Pudding or something. I don't either. And then uh, she goes to Jack's and she's going to she says she's going to leave it there, apparently. And then uh, he was on his way out because the daughter was like, I wish Abby were here. And then the sister in law is like, she's right, you know. So then. uh, (laughs) So then. uh, So, yeah, then then he's on his way out and she's on her way over. And then they. Yeah. Those two dummies. They fell in love and they kissed a bunch. Good thing her mom's American (laughs) so that she doesn't have to marry him immediately, but I bet they did anyway. (laughs) So that's Holiday Hotline. What'd you guys think? I thought it was cute. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, We got a comment that said that there were some crossovers in it, uh, which I did not have the time to go back and check yet, but I do want to check and I will update in a future episode about that because um, I have been... What did they they say? Who, who commented? Was it Lisa Wolf? She knows she a lot. She does know a lot. No, it was, um, I think it wasn't. I think it was someone else who was talking about uh, how one of the characters from, I think I think the ventriloquist doll might have been the guy who ran the rickshaw. I think that might have been the same actor. No, Dasher? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that it is. He was Roger on this, wasn't he? That's who but it was. But they're not the same character. They're just different. No, they're not the same character, but it's the same actor. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I looked it but up. But there were... Um, Wait. He was who? I'm looking to make sure that was in my notes. was the rickshaw driver in the was other one. It was Dasher who didn't get... He was the rickshaw driver in he was? Santa Summit. Well, we couldn't find it at the yes. time. Yes, 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 yes. My note was, I enjoy this weird guy. I only had 46 words of notes, so it didn't open up my notes while we did this podcast but yes absolutely correct uh that is because i looked it up i was like can that be that's um hang on wait no uh this okay no i found the person just finished holiday hotline and read that dasher from this one is a character in it oh and the brother mac also has a cameo the brother from Oh, Mac from Santa Summit, the one who was all about the receipts. Yeah, but oh, I don't know that. It, I don't the think the main it's a- male lead in Hotline actually had a cameo in Sammy, Santa Summit as the DJ at the Silence Disco. So many fun crossovers. Oh, see. Oh, but if that's a crossover, okay. I'm I'm just that's curious fun. if it's because what I have wanted desperately so far is for an actual Easter egg that demonstrates genuine continuity between more than one of these movies and versus uh, with yeah. the same actor being this hired. Is, it was movie. Lisa Wolf. Uh, er- it was what? It was Lisa Wolf. She does oh, it was, yeah, it was she, her again? She knows everything, know, she I'm does. telling you. <laughs> um, Eric Athavale is the name of the... Uh, yeah, I couldn't pronounce it, so oh, I wasn't no, going to try. Oh, no, it's 
Atuvle. It's Atuvle. It actually says it you in see? the yeah, Atuvle. That's what it says in his IMDb. Atuvle. Oh, cute. Atuvle. So, what would you guys fix about this movie? Just the misunderstanding for me. I mean, I would just yeah, I, me they just needed a different conflict and it could have been something they were working on together. I know that we don't generally advocate take, for external conflict. conflict. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any conflict at all in these movies. Well, you need to have some suspense. Have you need to wonder what's going to happen. How are they going to fix this? Eh. <laughs> kind of. Ideally. You they can do. just be wish fulfillment. You can just be getting given a castle and not having an existential baby crisis about whether or not you want it. Okay, that's just true. Just get given a castle. Well, I, I How agree fun is that? that like, I don't have a dukedom for you, Jack. That, no, I don't, kids. I agree that having a fake conflict is worse than having none at all. Yeah. Because I, I think that, yeah, making them be- A, a misunderstanding. It's weak. Yeah, yeah very yeah, weak. Yeah, agreed. Well, actually, and it can be very strong conflict if it's done extremely well. If misunderstanding is done in a way that feels like tragedy, that can be- really really good not in a hallmark movie don't need it in a hallmark movie but sometimes tra- that kind of that's truly tragic and it's great but well when i wrote romances for silhouette c- conflict was key and we were not allowed to do external conflict it had to be something more real and just off the top of my head you know there are a lot of things that you can't use you know forbidden love but like Paige, i'm thinking of firefly remember that movie where yes. they were just where he hired fire it was light fire light yeah, Firefly. That was the Firefly, Firefly Lane. Was, not, was not, Firefly not, Lane, Kristen Hanna. Not my beloved 2002 sci-fi movie. TV series. No, Firelight. Firelight. And Firelight the, was brilliant. And and yeah, she was this. So was Firefly. It was in the 1800s or something, and she was the surrogate mother, and and then the 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 wife died, and and but they were not supposed to. She comes back to be, and she comes back to be the. Yeah, but he couldn't reveal, and it was just like parent. so much romantic tension, and that is, I mean, you know. It was Hot some shit. good stuff. So they just need to go a little bit, I think, to miss the misunderstanding. That's what I meant. That what we were not allowed to do in uh, silhouette romances or any any writing I've done is just to have a misunderstanding because that's not suspenseful. Well, in Harlequin silhouette, silhouette Harlequin, Harlequin silhouette romances, I think, follow very much the same kind of um, rules as Hallmark. I agree completely. Writing. I always right. get them mixed up when I'm trying to say Hallequin. Holocan. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So uh, to fix this one or to adjust it, it's kind of hard to say because I just kind of think it is what it is. It's kind of a you got mail. They don't know that they're corresponding with each other. And I think that it was a really good, really solid premise. I think the holiday hotline is cute. The fact that it's real. I mean, like, I think Jack and I in particular keep getting getting fooled by things because we just don't know that they're real like mystic what's that and like 1-800 butterball but like i mean so the people out there in hallmark it's just like what people are doing is like somebody's coming into the pitch room being like i heard about some crazy shit and i think we should base an entire i heard the sun has the birthday of christmas (laughs) and i think we should make a whole movie about it i heard about this tiny town that actually has like this cute christmas you know festivities i think we should do like so and that's how they're coming up with the idea you know Mm, mm -hmm. and okay so i feel like this is like this is a really good premise i think that it could have gone for uh a humor punch up i think it could have gone to be funny Mm -hmm. because it wasn't really very it didn't really because i think that the people in it were good and i think that they could have gone much funnier with it and i think that if you'd gotten a comedy writer or someone who worked on santa summit 
to like come in and One just of those geniuses come on punch it up i mean whoever who, the person who wrote that was very funny so if you gotten yeah. somebody or if somebody punched that script up or whatever i don't know but if you've gotten a, 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 somebody to punch this script up and make it a a, a a more comedically strong script i think that that's all it really needed because i think it kind of yeah. is what it is I think they could have played with the formula that they had with the diegetic calls just a, a tiny bit more. Yeah, it could have been I, a little bit more liked, escapist. Maybe a little bit more surreality. She accidentally brushes his hand or things like yeah, that. Yeah, like, that could have been, been fun without getting into Shape of Water territory. Oh yeah, while still being kind of like, yeah. I'm glad that they did Because it, was basically, it. Was, it was basically like Thanksgiving Disaster Monsters, Inc. And like I think that that was like kind of fun. But I mean, yeah, I think that I think I liked the I liked being in the different environments of people having the different sort of insanity going on in their in their lives. I think that that was that was fun. Maybe that could have been maybe those environments could have been a little bit more varied as well. Maybe not just so many suburban kitchens. Yeah. Um, but oh, and oh, and as you said on the original iteration of this podcast, it would have been cool if those were references to other hallmark movies this year like Lacey oh Chabert yeah i did i did Scotland. say i did say that that was that yeah. i said that on the last recording of it i thought it would have been fun if they'd had like if every if they had made this movie like the the hub and if every single other hallmark movie heroine had been trying to make their thanksgiving dinner and like yeah. if they had used the recording that their filming time they just shot one extra little scene. micro scene extra scene yeah. with other that would have been a lot of extra work for everybody involved yeah but like if they yeah, just had one scene of Lacey Chabert on, you know, Evergreen Lane calling and being like, um, so in like, that would have yes. just been hilarious to have that. And then to have one of the girls from Santa Summit, like with the other two girls in the background being just like holding a turkey leg. Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah. You know? like, yeah. That yeah. would have been funny. The never been Chris. The friends. never been Chris yeah. girls. You know, one of them's just like wearing her apron upside down or something. I don't know. <laughs> Making yeah. everybody sound like an absolute moron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's got shoes on her hands and. <laughs> But you get the point. Yeah. So yeah. But overall, it was pretty fun. Yep. Well, speaking of wearing shoes on your hands, watching it for some reason. Speaking of shoes (laughs) on your hands, so I want to talk for a minute about Jack's music because one other thing we missed from the other recording here Mm. was okay. So Jack's uh, Jack's musical album is coming out tomorrow. But okay, so mommy wanted to name this movie at midnight. midnight. But well, 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 when we're recording this, by the time you hear it, it'll It'll be out. out. But mommy wanted to call this mommy. You know her as Beth, or maybe at this point you know her by mommy. Somebody commented on Instagram, so don't call her that. She would hate that. But on Instagram, <laughs> on Instagram, somebody was like, "Please, can you keep calling her mommy? I work with my, I work with my mom, and I make this mistake all the time." <laughs> um, but uh, the other recording of the podcast, uh, we had this this bit because Beth wanted to call this film Hen Pals, and Jack That's has great. a song called Pen Pals. And it's so good, and you should listen to that one too. I think it was. It used to be his most streamed song, but I think one of the lo-fi ones kicked it out. But it goes. Yeah. And I, I, I'd like to to do the hen version of it that goes. Go ahead. (laughs) 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 Stop, darling. You don't, but you don't have to because you're Wait, a hen. Remember what happened? The, what it said, say the beginning. Don't part make again. me rain on your military parade. It's don't don't, it's, don't make don't, me rain on your military parade. That's right. That's right. Oh right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Well, here I have my guitar here. I'll, oh, I'll, okay. I'll sing. I'll sing just the the first. Part Can you of sing it. the Thanksgiving version of it? <laughs> uh, 
You have to sing the like. You have to sing it like a chicken. Yeah, that's, wow, that's you're asking great. a lot there, Fran- uh, Fran- Francis. <laughs> that's the dog's yes, name. Francis. <laughs> Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's pen pals. That's pen pals. Uh, Just go a little pals, further sorry. so they can tell it's a good song. <laughs> Here, I'll give you the real one. Yeah. No, 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 don't let me stop you, darling. Don't let me rain on your military parade. You know I never saw somebody cry so much in a powdered wig. That's all you're gonna get from me. Oh. Anyway, that's uh, that's from an old album, and I love that song. Credit, credit to our friend, uh, I want to say credit to our friend Stephanie Silliman, who came up with the line that that whole song was based around, which is, we can be pen pals or lovers, but, but nothing, nothing in between, between, which is a great line. Yeah. Yeah. So, so his new album is coming out. It's pro- it will be out by the time you hear this episode, and that will be out on everywhere you get your music. Uh, and you found this podcast, so you can find that. Yeah, and- good tech literate enough for that. <laughs> his, I have faith in you. His musician name is Thalo, T-H-A-L-O, but you can find that on our Instagram and everywhere too because, you know, I post about it all. Um, and our Instagram is Nameless Best Friends and you can find all our stuff on there. And, and oh, and then the, yeah. the the book that we wanted to talk about too uh, of Beth's is Secrets of a Shoe Addict because if you liked this and it reminded you of a phone sex operating line, <laughs> which it undeniably had to, uh, she wrote a book called Shoe Addicts Anonymous, and then the sequel. The sequel yeah. was called she- Secrets of a Shoe Addict. So it was basically about some PTA moms who got into financial trouble using the wrong credit card in Las Vegas. Basically, one of them accidentally hires a male prostitute, and then they have to come up with money real fast to pay back the PTA coffers. <laughs> and they do it by doing phone sex. This was right at the end of phone sex being a thing. Be uh, the phone sex like the nine hundred numbers. So I remember I bought a book on it. I had to buy a book on it to get ideas. But and Jack was little, so I went up to the the register at Borders with like Grandfather Twilight and Goodnight Moon and Call Girl and you know. <laughs> and there are three books in that series, and the third is is a, a, a Shoe Addicts Christmas. A Shoe Addicts Christmas, which was which, made in yeah, which was which, made into a Hallmark movie yeah. starring Candace Cameron. So Bray. it all comes yeah, That's full right. circle. See, it's all yep. part of the hallmark. It all, all roads and lead to there hallmark. There we go. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, have a cup, happy couple of holidays. <laughs> Merry and Thanksgiving. We'll see you soon. Happy Say hi Halloween. to everyone. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.